This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by Artbase. Did you know that Artbase is the best love software in the art world? Artbase offers products that do everything you need to run your art business. Track your art and your contacts and cross-reference them. Make invoices, generate consignments, run all kinds of reports. Even use it on your iPad or iPhone at art fairs or while you're away. Take it from the thousands of happy Artbase clients all over the world. Artbase is the right software for your art business. Visit ArtBase.com to find out more. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm Adam Green. In this week's episode, we're here with Stephen Tannenbaum, co-founder and CEO of Gallery, an art e-commerce platform that connects artists directly with collectors. Stephen, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. You founded Gallery in 2006, so you've had an online presence for quite some time. Well, only recently has the art e-commerce market really seen many entrants. What was the online art market like in 2006, and why were you compelled to be one of the first to enter it? So that's taken us uh, way back to the beginning. Um, I'd say, you know, I, we launched it, um, we started out as a class project um, out of the University of Arizona. My business partner and our gallery director, Alex Farkas, grew up in his mother's gallery outside Sedona, Arizona, and saw this need on both sides of the market. On the artist side, these unbelievably talented artists, unable to get into galleries just because of the restricted wall space that uh, galleries have. And on the other end, um, this lack of accessibility um, for people to have the pocketbooks to afford art in the galleries. And even further, a lot of people who have the deep pockets for art and have the discretionary income for original art were still too intimidated to even visit the galleries because they didn't know what that world was. So we wanted to create a curated online platform um, which enabled talented emerging artists to launch their careers while also offering up accessible um, original artwork uh, more as an affordable luxury. And over the years, um, you know, we've continued to grow and we've evolved Starting out, we launched it um, representing collegiate artists and recent graduates as a place for them. That's kind of the, the place we knew and where the need was. And over the years, um, we've really evolved as a company um, in 2008 after kind of like capturing that market. Uh, we expanded to all emerging and mid-career artists, and um, the business has really taken off um, in the last, uh, six or so years. And when you entered the online art market in 2006, I'm curious what the landscape was like then. Were there a lot of participants or were there not that many? And were there also critics like we even see today about the online art markets and about how, you know, certain kinds of art can't be sold online? Definitely. I, I think the critics will always be there and, and they were, um, you know, there were, in the late 90s, there was, you know, a push in terms of a lot of different verticals in e-commerce, uh, one, of, one of which was art and original art. And I'd say, you know, it was too early for everything from original art to groceries in the late 90s. Um, kind of in the 2004 to 2006, seven range, um, there was kind of a renaissance in terms of uh, e-commerce, and some called it Web 2.0 at the time. And that's kind of when we relaunched and, or when we launched 
And um, kind of, I always say we were early, but not too early to um, selling art online. Uh, other companies out there, Etsy uh, is an open marketplace selling unique items, um, certainly very different from what we're doing, um, but they were not even a year old. And we launched um, in late summer 06, and a few months after us, uh, Sachi Art launched, which is more of a fine art Etsy platform. And they launched shortly after us. So there is this renaissance of uh, new companies coming online, uh, trying to sell uh, more unique items through the vertical. Um, and out of that, you know, I know you had Kelly Crow of the Wall Street Journal recently on your podcast. And even she covered, covered you, Gallery, and Sashi at the time uh, back in 07. And what she said was, you know, there's a lot of different art companies, art websites out there, but not a lot of big ticket spenders. And, you know, it's still such a tiny part of the market. And where is it all going to lead to kind of is what she foreshadowed. And I think, you know, she was spot on back in 2007 um, covering the space. And a lot of what she wrote about then still holds true today. I just think we're at a much different level. Um, there's no longer the question of if consumers and art collectors will buy art online, but now it's where are they going, how much are they spending, and how are you going to capture the growing number of um, art collectors uh, transitioning their sales from the fast-paced life of today and, um, and taking advantage of the technologies that are out there. So in terms of the space, I think there's a lot more curated platforms um, or uh, different takes on the online art space today. Um, in terms of where U Gallery stands, um, we're, we kind of really sit in a niche of our in a niche of our own in the sense that we're really the leading curated platform uh, for emerging and mid-career artists, while also be be uh, while also being the place uh, to find, you know, accessible original artwork online. Um, you know, very different from the open marketplaces um, of the Etsy's or eBay or Saatchi, um, while, and also different from the very high-end, uh, whether it's the auction houses or some of the other art platforms out there. And so at Gallery, you connect artists directly with collectors. So walk us through the experience of an artist and getting their art on your site, as well as a collector browsing your site and buying something. Definitely. Um, so artists have to apply. Um, Alex leads up our art team and reviews every application. Um, less than 5% of the artists who apply end up exhibiting on our site. So we turn a lot of artists away. You know, in the early days, we really made the conscious decision to focus on quality over quantity. Uh, we really wanted to be um, to build a brand new gallery and not just be any site where anyone can put up their stick figures, uh, so to speak. So where you gallery can really be behind the artwork. Uh, once an artist is accepted, uh, we have a custom, custom, uh, backend CMS system where the artist is able to upload artwork into the system, fill out all the details. We require detailed images of the artwork, uh, side views of the artwork, um, if the pictures are not up to par, we don't put it on the site. Um, once they're, once they have all the information uploaded, it's approved. Uh, we agree on the price with the artist. Uh, we'll help them set that price if they don't have, 
um, much of a prior sales history. And then we'll release artwork onto uGallery uh, once a week. So every Thursday, we, we release around 125 pieces of uh, all one-of-a-kind. Uh, we have some open-edition photography, with the vast majority being uh, paintings from all different mediums. Um, and you can go online and browse it. From the user standpoint or customer standpoint, um, you go online, you can browse by new art, you can browse by style, medium, um, genre, price. And once you find, you can learn all about the artist. Uh, once you find a piece or pieces uh, that you fall in love with, um, you can add to the shopping cart. We have a really seamless shopping cart um, that it rivals any other e-commerce, you know, experience that you might have shopping for any other uh, type of product online. Um, it's super uh, easy to use. You can, that's the big, big thing that's uh, transitioned and evolved over the years is kind of the whole back end of the shopping cart. Uh, today, you know, we offer financing through a firm, uh, all straight through the shopping cart. You don't have to speak with anybody. Uh, you can pay payment through PayPal or uh, any credit card. And after you purchase a piece, uh, we ship a custom packaged art box to our artists. Um, they package it up. There's no peanuts, no mess. Um, they ship it directly from the studio to your home. Uh, usually arrives within six to 10 days. And um, again, that's much, you know, we're trying to create the experience of shopping for that you would normally get shopping at any other store. Uh, we try to replicate that by shopping for original art. And um, while also, you know, really focusing in on both the artist and artwork. So you really know what you're going to get and you can, you know, really develop a connect sense of connection with both the artist and the artwork. Tell us about that financing option you just mentioned. I'm just curious about it, just because that's not something you see very frequently in the art world. A firm was started by uh, Max Lutchkin, uh, one of the PayPal co-founders, and um, they're a very large, growing startup in in themselves. And uh, that's been a great partnership that we just launched with them. Um, Really, you know, it's a it's a way to finance your purchases. Uh, I believe up to ten thousand um, dollars in price. And at checkout, you select a firm. You have to be a U.S. customer uh, to qualify for it. And you just select a firm at checkout. They have a whole portal uh, software platform on their end, and uh, you fill out a few informations. They approve you for financing, and um, they take care. You take care of all the payments through a firm. Um, and you still check out, you get the artwork delivered, um, just as you normally would if you paid with a credit card. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Um, and I'm, you know, your business model, it bypasses the traditional gallery system, it seems. So what kind of artists are you targeting for the site and what kind of artists are you attracting for the site? You know, a little bit similar to the auction houses in terms of, you know, if they're going to go direct to maybe not the artist, but direct to collectors who own the artwork and not the galleries, so to speak. Uh, but we're really representing emerging artists and make career artists who do have gallery representation. Um, and they might be in group shows or solo shows, but they might not be located in the cities like New York or LA or San Francisco. Um, 
and they need an additional outlet. There's only so many times a year that their gallery can show their work um, amongst their the rest of the artists on their roster. And they're looking, you know, they're practicing their careers, their professional careers as an aspiring artist. And we're giving those artists an additional outlet to make meaningful sales of their work and continue to progress their careers um, in between their, you know, in between their local gallery shows and between the art fairs um, and really concurrently uh, while they're doing all that for their careers. Uh, we have, you know, whether it's an artist like Iris Scott who uh, gave up on brushes and really in, in started painting with her fingers um, and sold her first piece with U Gallery in 2010 for $500. Um, you know, in 2011, she went on to have her first gallery show in Taiwan, and she's been in several shows in the U.S. over the years and featured in a bunch of different media publications. And, you know, today she sold well over $150,000 in art solely through U Gallery and um, has her artwork, you know, into the now, you know, upwards of the five figures. Um, so, you know, 10, 10x, 15, 20x the price point. Um, also, we have artists like Piero Manrique, um, who lives here in New York, and he's developed, you know, a career as a muralist and is doing lots of different commercial and residential projects as doing these large-scale murals while also um, growing his career in terms of um, selling his paintings through U Gallery. So he's, he's able to kind of practice his career uh, doing larger-scale projects offline while selling his paintings online through U Gallery. So on the artist standpoint, we have a wide range of artists uh, from price points from $200 upwards of $20,000 and from all around the world. All of these artists are, um, you know, in the middle of their art careers, really, and they just continue to uh, seek out reputable outlets uh, to really find new collectors, and that's where U Gallery comes in. And looking at things on the customer side, over the years, as you've gained more and more customers, is there a type of prototypical customer that you usually see come pop up more and more, or... Is that a very diverse group of buyers? What kind of patterns are you seeing there? Yeah, definitely. Um, our customers is really the 40 to 60-year-old um, high household income of $250,000 and up, um, split across the genders, uh, really somebody who owns a home, they own a second or third home, uh, and they're you know looking to really live with original art in all their spaces from the home to the office. Um, beyond, beyond those customers, we have uh, interior designers and commercial and commercial offices and hospitality spaces uh, like the Kempton Hotel Palomar in Philadelphia has our artwork throughout their lobby. Um, in addition to just, uh, you know, art, kind of the leading art headlines is creating, you know, just art as more of an aspirational uh, purchase. And I think we're seeing a whole new wave of art collectors. Uh, the majority of our buyers have bought original artwork before, but, you know, we're seeing more of those initial buyers come back and we're seeing new buyers come in 
who might not have enough discretionary income to buy a $20,000 piece today, but they do want to own uh, artwork by an up-and-coming artist, and they have $2,000 to spend today. And that's our buyer who's shopping at U Gallery. And in five or 10 years, you know, they're going to be able to spend $20,000 on, on an artwork, $50,000, $100,000 on, on, on a painting. And they, you know, will develop their tastes over time. And that's really, you know, U Gallery's attracting the millions of art buyers and potential art buyers that are out there that are willing to spend thousands of dollars on a, on a, on a painting. Uh, versus, you know, trying, you know, to go after the thousands of people that might be able to spend, you know, upwards of a million dollars on a painting. Uh, we're really going after that larger audience that we see growing substantially um, in the next three to five years and beyond. And lastly, you've, you've been in the online art market, as we said, since 2006. So you've seen this market really mature. Do you believe the art market is big enough to support all these online companies we're seeing now in the marketplace, or do you think there's somewhat of a bubble emerging here? I don't think there's a bubble, but I do think there will be a lot of these online art companies um, that have come and go. You know, being around for ten years, we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of online art companies come and go over the years. I think what's important is you know, to have a business model that is substantial, that makes sense for the long haul, um, to manage costs effectively, to manage your teams effectively. I think there'll, there will certainly be consolidation in the space. I think, um, you know, we've seen it in recent years, and there's a substantial difference between uh, the open marketplaces like the Sachis and the Etsy's of the world, the online art aggregator platforms that are aggregating the galleries, like the Artsies and First Gives and Art Space of the World, to the curated uh, platforms like Gallery that are selling artists direct to the customers, um, and then the high-end auction houses. So I think we'll see consolidation. I think, there's a, I think there's a place for each one of those verticals within the online art market, um, but I do think there will be consolidation in the end to where there will be a few companies that own uh, one or multiple verticals. Stephen, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and talking to us about you gallery, as well as sharing your unique historical perspective on the on- online art markets. And if our li- listeners want to check out you gallery, if they haven't already, it's just the letter U gallery.com. You got it. Thanks. It's been great being here. Appreciate it. Thanks again, Stephen. Thanks again to ArtBase for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. Did you know that ArtBase is the best love software in the art world? That's because ArtBase offers products that do everything you need to run your art business. Track your art in your contacts and cross-reference them. Make invoices, generate consignments, run all kinds of reports. Even use it on your iPhone or iPad at art fairs or while you're away. Take it from the thousands of happy ArtBase clients all over the world. ArtBase is the right software for your art business. Visit ArtBase.com to find out more.